0: live. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We bless your name, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we thank you tonight. We thank you for this word, oh God, tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for the hearers and the doers of your word. We just thank you for this day. Glory to God. We just thank you, Father God, for how you're moving by your spirit in our lives. We thank you for bringing us into a greater knowledge of you, a greater understanding, oh God, as to who you are in us, oh God, and what you require of us, oh God. We just thank and praise you for the will of God in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you've spoken, all that you're doing, oh God. We just thank you for the promises of God in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. And we just thank and praise you, Lord, for how you're going to move, oh God, even in this study tonight. Because we know it don't take you that long to move. We know it don't take you that long to speak. We know, Lord God, that it don't take you long to do anything But we just thank and praise God for another opportunity to be able to be in the presence of the Lord in his word, in study, amen, in fellowship. Because these are the things that put us in the presence of the Lord, amen. Prayer is not the only thing that does it, fellowship does it too, amen. And we just say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank Lord Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we just thank and praise you. Oh, God, as we begin to just wait till the people come on the line, oh, God, we just want to lift up the name of Jesus. Give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. Oh, God, we just thank and praise you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you the highest praise, oh, God. For you are worthy to be praised. You're worthy, oh, God, for of all the Oh God of all the praise, of all the joy, all the pleasure. Oh God, that your word in you, Lord God, desires. Oh God, all the pleasure in the name of Jesus. God, we just thank you for choosing us, oh God, we your people to give you pleasure. Pleasure in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. We just thank you tonight, Lord God, for another men study. We thank you, oh God, for being able to even oh god, to, to to be able to just dialogue with the men, oh God, even whether they speak or not and just listen. We just thank you for being able to just speak a word, oh God, that oh God, in the name of Jesus, that Father God, you, O oh God, will be pleased with and pleased with the fact that we given to your people in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we just say, have your way tonight. Have your way tonight. Move by your Spirit in the name of Jesus. It's not our will, Lord. It's not my will, Lord God, but thy will will be done in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank and praise you, Lord God, for what you said, what you said, oh, God. We thank you for this men's study. We thank you, oh, God, for the marriage ministry. We thank you, Lord God, for the truth that you've given unto us. In spirit and in truth. We just thank you for the time, oh God, that is being redeemed in our lives. The time, oh God, that you've given within us to please you, to serve you, to praise you, to worship you, O oh God, in spirit and in truth. We just say thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God. None like you, Lord. There's none like you, Lord. None like you, Lord God. None like you, Father. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Glory to God. We just say yes to your will and yes to your way. Oh, God, we just thank and praise you, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord have mercy. Amen. We're going to go ahead on into the study tonight. Amen. And just let the Lord have his way. Just let the Lord speak. Amen. 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 We thank God that we're recording these lessons, so amen. If you miss them, amen, feel free to go back and click on that date to listen, oh God, because I'm sure that the Spirit of the Word of God will still be hovering, oh God. As you need it, the Spirit of the Lord is right there in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you tonight. We do give your name, praise, glory, and honor. In the name of Jesus. It's not our will, Lord God, but thy will will be done. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God thank you Lord God thank you Lord God glory to God thank you Lord thank you Lord God thank you Lord God thank you Jesus thank you Lord God thank you Father in the name of Jesus we thank you glory to God glory to God glory to God thank you Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. We're going to talk tonight a few minutes about turning point. Amen. Amen. We we, we you know we want to talk about turning point. Amen. And we're going to reference reference the scripture. Amen. In Saint Luke chapter fifteen, verses eleven through twenty-four. We don't want to go through the whole. Um, Story about the prodigal son. We just want to cover just a certain part, just to give you an idea, men, to give you a general idea about turning point. Amen. We don't want to, like I said, get all involved in it, but we just want to use this passage of scripture, amen, to just to let you be able to see and hear. Amen. As you study also about the prodigal son and his turning point in his life. Amen. He had to come to himself. Amen. In other words, he had to recover consciousness. Amen. And recognize that his ways were opposed to the ways of the Father. I mean the Father God, as opposed also to his ways were opposed to his Father, his natural Father. Amen. His circumstances and situations and issues and choices caused him, to, in the long run, to have to repent. Amen. To be revived, to be resuscitated in spirit. Amen. And in truth. So he could come back to his natural father as well as come back to our heavenly father with an acceptance to do things their way. And no longer his way. That's basically that's just a, a a brief rundown of you know of what the prodigal son's turning point was all about. What is your turning point? At what point in your life are you ready to make a turning point? At what point in your life are you ready to? Say to the Lord, Lord, I surrender all. That's a turning point. Amen. So we just thank and praise God because, like I said, we don't want to hold you up too long because we don't want to put too much word out there on you. But we want you to be able to have something to think on, amen, and allow this word to have a place, a space in you that it can minister to you. It can begin to question you, amen, as you begin to search your soul. You begin to do soul searching, amen. First of all, let me give you the definition of turning point. Turning point is the point of decisive change in direction or action of action it's a it's a decision that you make to change your direction your course of living i'll say your course of direction in which you're going in without the father amen it's the point at which the direction of emotion but i like to use the word motive. your motives are reversed amen the point at which the direction of your motives are reversed that's turning point, amen, and soul searching is a deep examination of one's motives, intents, desires, purpose hopes needs amen you begin to soul search you begin to search and, and and realize that you have a need that there's a turning that must take place in your life that's why we're talking about turning point tonight. Amen, because we need to be able to make a decision that's going to cause us to change our very being. Amen, that's your soul, that's you, in Christ Jesus. So let's go to St. Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 24. And again, we're talking about the prodigal son. We're using the prodigal son as an example of turning point, the turning point that took place in his life. Amen. And prodigal means addicted to wasteful expenditure. Amen. Wastefulness, addicted to it. Amen. Such as money, time, strength. Amen. Just you know, parting all the time. It also means bountiful. It means a spendthrift. Amen. And in the scripture, it talks about the the son being a prodigal son because you're going to see as you hear the word being read that he was addicted to wasteful living, wasteful expenditures, you know, living a riot riotous life, wanting to party all the time, you know, wanting to cuss and have his fun and do what he wanted to do. Amen. Until all of his money was gone. All right, let's read the scripture. St. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 24 reads, And he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living." And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Isn't that something? Now, the young one was the one that, that was all bullheaded, you know, bucking to get out. I got to get out money under the control of my father. You know how we used to be. You know how you are now. I can't wait till I get a certain age so I can get out the house with my mom and my daddy because I'm tired of taking their rules. I'm tired of living under their regulation. I want to be free. I want to do what I want to do. I want to move when I say I'm going to move. I want to pick up when I say I want to pick up. I want to do what I want to do. Amen. And this is the younger son saying, you know, all of this here. And he wanted his inheritance. He wanted he wanted his um, you know the, the, what his father had, his portion of goods. He, in other words, he wanted his inheritance. He wanted his money, and he wanted his stuff right then. And then he got his his money, his substance, and then he left, moved into a far country. Because you know how we are when we decide we grown and big and bad, don't need parents, don't need Jesus, don't need each other. We decide to move afar off because we want to start all over and make a name for ourselves. We want to make a living for ourselves because we feel like we got the strength to do that In all that waste we getting ready to encounter. Verse fourteen says, and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Uh oh! He began to spend. He spent up everything he had in that land, that that far country that he had went to. He there, there was a famine that hit that land, and that was a lack. That's lack, hunger. Amen. And it hit that land, that that country that he chose to reside in. And verse fifteen says, and he fourteen says, and he began to want. In other words, he began to realize that that life, that the grass wasn't as green as it looked when he was under his father's rule. It wasn't as green as he thought it was. Amen. And he could. He he was beginning to see the forest and not just the trees now. So he began to be in want after he'd wasted everything. Verse 15 says, And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his field to feed swine. So he decided he'd become a citizen of that country. Amen. And But he ended up, you know, in the fields with the pigs, feeding the pigs. And you're going to see he ended up eating with them, too. Amen. Verse sixteen says, "And he would fain, and he would fain, have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him." Isn't that something? That's just like our friends. Just like our friends. Let me go to this verse in 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 the, in the Bible here because this is something I type. And I might have missed a word, so let me make sure I didn't miss a word here on that. In verse 16, amen, of St. Luke 15, verse 16 says, let me read that again. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Okay, okay well, I did type it right. Amen. Amen. And Pastor, I will just add something here. That fame says in the dictionary, compelled by circumstances to eat that husk. I tell you, that's what fame means.
1: F A I N. F A I N,
0: compelled by circumstances. I like that. That's all right. That's all right. So, in other words, he would have ate out the garbage if he had to. If he but had. Then had to. The hus- eating the husk of the pigs from the pigs that the pigs left over a leave. that's just like eating out the trash because them pigs are nasty. Amen. Amen. But amen. he had no other choice. That's all that he had. That's it, that's it. And so it says that, <laughs> said, and he was fain, he would fain, have filled his belly with the husk that the swine didn't eat. So in other words, he ate that that the pigs didn't eat. Mm, mm, mm. He ate that that was left over. Now this is what happened, this is the consequences of his choices that he made. But watch out now, because we're getting ready to see that my brother is getting ready to Make a change here now. He's, getting, he's beginning to meditate and think on change now. Verse 17 says, And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? In other words, my father got servants that he's hired, and they all eating bread, and they got enough to spare. They eating good, they eating large, and here I am in a pigsty eating the husk that the pigs don't eat. And he said, "I'm perishing with hunger." <laughs> he had to he came to himself now to realize that he was in a bad circumstance. Amen. It's a turning point. Listen now, turning point is coming because, see, crisis, a crisis causes a turning point. So this brother, I would definitely say, is in a crisis manner, you know. So he, he's beginning now to come to himself and realize that, that you know, okay, I I need to recover here. I need to regain consciousness here and realize that I had it better with my father than I do now. He's being revived in his mind, in his spirit, in his soul now because he's realizing that that he's perishing, he ain't got the good life like he thought he had it without Christ Jesus. Verse 18 says, I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Oh, yeah, this brother is ready to repent. He is ready now to repent, give up himself, amen, to get rid of that riotous lifestyle because he ain't got no more money no more because he done parted that out. But yet he realized that he has to be able to go back and apologize. He's got to repent to his father and repent to the Lord God for being willfully disobedient, stubborn, rebellious, amen and don't want to do and don't want to follow instructions because he felt like he was his own man. I'm a man too. Why am I going to listen to my father? He doesn't say it enough to me. Verse 19 says, And am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy high servants. And he arose and came to his father. Now I like to say I like to add this here. the prodigal son in verses 18 and 19 he was just like premeditating this thing okay uh-huh. and so what uh-huh. he wanted to say to his father because he had not gotten there yet and matter of fact he was not. I would believe that he wasn't really on his way home just yet. I would think he was probably laying around them stinking pigs premeditating on how good he had it with his father. Amen. Even though he didn't want to live the rules and the regulations of his father. Amen. But verse 20 says, And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Isn't that something? Now, <clears throat> when we do wrong, before we decide we want to give up ourselves, even with the Father God, we got to go through all this format and everything, and we ain't satisfied until we eaten dirt, till we done fell face down, till we done condemned ourselves to the lowest of the lowest. We ain't satisfied until nobody want to be bothered with us so we can beat ourselves up with that. We ain't satisfied until we done done all that we can do to get in all the trouble we can get into. And God's hand is still showing grace and mercy on us even while we're doing that because of the choices that we made. But here comes the turning point. We're still talking about turning point in the prodigal son life. And we're praying and hoping that, We say something that will be able to liken to your situation, men, as you been to that prodigal son that have turned away from the father. But yet now it's time for you to find your way back home to the father. Amen. Verse 21 says, And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. I'm going to just go on and just just lay myself on the chopping block here. You might as well just offer me on up because I am no good. Amen. I have come to realize, Father, that I'm no good. I have sinned against the Father in heaven. I have sinned against you in my disobedience. And plus, I have used up everything you gave me. All I'm worthy to do now is just to be a servant under your control, a servant uh, in, in bonds under you. I'm, but yet I'm your son, but I'm willing to go down to that point because of my choices that I've made. Mm-hmm. Verse 22 says, But the father said to his servant, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. He must have really had it real bad because he had no shoes on his feet. Amen. Amen. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. The father was happy to see his son turn. Make that turning point in his life. Because, see, the father knows that it took that crisis. It took those circumstances. Even though his son made the choice and he gave him his substance and his goods and everything, his inheritance, in other words. But the father could see the humility that was on that son when he came back. I'm talking about the father in the natural and the father in heaven. Amen. Because, see, they were both working together upon this brother. They were both working as one, amen. So as this brother come back and the father in the natural forgive, so did the father in heaven forgive, amen. So they, they, they would begin to have a feast and party and be married, not like that, that young brother was used to that riotous living, you know, drinking and joking and gesturing and cold cussing and probably drugging and all that kind of stuff. But he had to he had to submit himself and humble himself to the way that his father believed in being married. Amen? Amen. So verse twenty four says, For this son was dead. Check it out now. And is alive again. Uh-huh. See, again, God the Father and the natural father are in agreement because he and this son was dead. He was dead in his sins and trespasses. But now he done had a turning point and he lives again. He done come alive. Because, see, he's beginning now to submit himself to the point of committing. He's submitting to commit to be transformed to do the will of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. As well as take the rule of his father in the natural. He was lost. And it's found. That brother had a lot of time on his hand, men, when he began to meditate on how good he had it versus how good it was going on when he was out there with them pigs eating at hus. He's no longer lost now because, see, he's repented. See, repentance brought him back in the will of God. Repentance brought him back into the will of his father in the natural also. And he's no longer lost because, see, he's been revived. He's been renewed now, amen? He is no longer, he's he's had a conscious, his conscious mind has begun to revelate in him now to know what good is and what bad is and what good and evil can come from our choices that we make out of the will of God. And they began to be merry. Everybody began to rejoice. This prodigal son's turning point, his sin along with his selfishness, self-will and greed, driving him away from his father's way of doing things as well as the Lord's way to a way that he proposed to be what he desired and went in search of for the pleasures of his flesh. And as he began to enjoy His natural gain, he did not know the greatest loss was more spiritual than it was natural because he left the Father to do the will of his flesh. The will of his natural father was no longer pleasing and acceptable to him. That's the way we are when we don't want to put up with somebody, whether it be our wives, our, our husbands, our parents, our children, whatever the case may be. If we feel like somebody got to rule over us at some point or another, we don't. We we rebel. We don't want that. I don't want to be bothered with that. But see, every earthly thing truly does have a heavenly meaning. In other words, everything that takes place in our lives has already happened, men. Everything has already happened in the spirit realm, and we manifest what is happening. That's why I said we got to have a praying lifestyle, because if we don't, what's going on in that spirit realm may not be the will of God, because you may be out of the will of God. And if that be so, it will be manifest down here on this earth. (laughs) It will be seen in the natural. You will be made known. The cloak will be removed. So, men, it's time. It's time now to turn, to make that turning point. Are there any questions or comments? Amen. The turning point for the prodigal son was his inward struggle with his sinful desires. Men, what is your turning point? What are you struggling with? And will that struggle cause you to turn to Jesus? Will that struggle cause you to call on the name of Jesus? Will that struggle, that inward struggle in you Will it cause you to say, Lord, save me, save my soul? Ah, oh, shake it. Help me, Lord God, to get this thing right with you so that we can be merry. That I can go in and go out of your presence. But I can be abound. I can be abound. I can be bountiful going in and out of your presence, Lord God. Hmm the prodigal son, he began to know that in him dwelled no good thing. And every time he tried to do good, evil was always present. Every time he tried to perform the good that he thought he could remember from his father, he only still come up with evil because he was disobedient. He was rebellious toward good. And he had to learn a lesson. Hmm. I tell you, when the voice from within you, men, begin to speak out to you, what do you do with it when you hear it? Because I know you hear it. God has has set a, a, a voice in all men. I'm talking male gender type here. It's in us too, but I believe' it's, I believe it's in the men more so than than it is the females because he created man first. there's a voice on the inside of you that begin to speak out. What is it saying to you? Which way are you turning when you hear that voice? Are you running from it or are you running to it? Have you reached a turning point in your life to turn to Jesus? Have you reached a turning point to return to Jesus and his way? Those are questions just to you know, to meditate on. Jesus Christ is the answer to your soul searching. While you're searching, while your soul is in search of, turn to Jesus. Cry out to Jesus. In closing, we just said, where's your turning point? Where are you at in your turning point, if you're turning? Have you regained consciousness to make a sensible decision about your soul's destiny? Consider the prodigal son's turning point when he came to himself. In other words, he had to count up the cost after his inheritance was spent, used up through partying and riotous living. He counted up the cost. Have you counted up the cost today? Because, see, the time that's within you is still ticking. You still yet are alive. You still have the breath of life in you. Based upon your circumstances, situations, your issues, your concerns, and even your choices, have you come to yourself yet? Meaning, after all you've done, without the Lord God and his governing in your life? Have you come to realize that there is a greater power that lives within you that's greater than you? God, I love you. Have you come to yourself in realizing that it's time for change? It's time for transformation. It's time for commitment. It's time to do the will of God that is destined for your life. Turning point. Is it your turn to make a decision of change that will redeem the time that's left within you? The clock's ticking in you. That time, that moment that you make that conscious decision, amen, to turn and to serve God and give up that frivolous and loosely lifestyle, God begins to redeem back the time. The Lord is waiting on you, men. He got time because time works for him. It's time to be set free in the will of God without your will being incorporated. The prodigal son quickly came to himself and began to do some soul searching on himself. Not others, not pertaining to others, but himself. When was the last time you did a soul-searching of yourself. When was the last time you actually sat down and took the word of God or that that you know of God and began to allow your soul to search the obedience of that, the willingness of that? Just as the army said they need a few good men, God is calling all men tonight to take their rightful place in his kingdom. But first, you must come to your turning point with total commitment. Men, we say tonight as we close, make a covenant with God tonight. In your prayer closet, in your prayer moment, wherever you're standing, wherever you're listening and hearing this word of God tonight, make a vow to keep the word of God. Swear to it. Follow it and perform it. Because, see, this word of God will keep you in your turning point. Esteem all the ways that are righteous and begin to hate every false way and every evil way. Let your light show sign that darkness has to flee from you. The enlightenment of the word will give you that light and understanding of the will of God in you begin tonight to ask the lord to order your steps in his word and let not your sin transgression and iniquity continue to have dominion over you praise god for his righteousness and his righteous judgment toward you we thank you tonight for listening we thank you for the word of god that god has given us we thank you amen that we know that if you heard this word Your turning point is nigh of you. In other words, it's right there. It's near. It's even in your mouth as you begin to say, Lord, I need to turn. I need to make a turning point now. Father God, we just thank and praise you tonight for what you've spoken to us. We thank and praise you, O God, for how you're yet moving, O God, by your spirit in our lives. We thank you that you gave us another opportunity as men and women, to hear the word of God. And even the women, oh God, we too have to have a turning point in our life to submit to committing to the will of God. And we thank you tonight, Lord God, for us. we know that your word did not go out of your mouth and will not return to you void, oh God, but it will search the heart of the souls that are in the, in the area of listening and hearing the word of God. We thank you, Lord God, for how you're going to move and how you're going to minister to their very soul, heart, and their mind. We thank you, Lord God, and we just appreciate what you've said and done. And we say now, Lord, let your will be done. Move by your spirit. Do, O God, that which pleases you and bring you pleasure out of our souls. And we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your healing and deliverance. And we thank you for beginning to work on us right now. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. God bless you all. God bless you.